0: you've been in the job for a while. Maybe you're not feeling that same sense of motivation or fulfillment that you once did. How do you know when it's time to move on? This is Coaching for Leaders, Episode 175. Produced by Innovate Learning. Maximizing Human Potential. Greetings to you from Orange County, California. This is Coaching for Leaders, and I'm your host, Dave Stahoviak. This is a weekly show to help leaders improve their communication, strategy, coaching, productivity, and personal mastery. And today, a question many of us have struggled with at one point or another in our careers, and inevitably, people in our community are asking this question right now How do we know when it's time to move on? And so, this is a question that Really looks at our own career strategy and mastery for our careers and what's the right decision for ourselves and our organization. Now, uh, before I go into the details here of the five things that I think you can consider when asking yourself this question, I should say here up front that, of course, I don't know the answer to the question of should you move on and is it the right time. I'm not even sure I've confidently <laughs> know the answer to that question of times that uh, I've faced that question 10 years ago. If uh, you asked me today, uh, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago, uh, was it time to move on? And when I did and didn't, if that was the right answer at the time, I'm still not sure i made the right call in every situation so this is a complex question my intention today here on the show is to is to not answer the question but to give you a framework to start thinking about the questions that you may ask yourself to come to your own answer but let's upfront define one term, at least a term that I'll use on the show here today as far as what do I mean by move on? So how do you know when it's time to move on? Well, move on in the context of the conversation here today it may mean restructuring your job, changing what you're currently doing, and maybe your title or role or doesn't even change, but what you do during the day and the types of things that are on your job description change. It might also be seeking another role in the same organization, or it might might mean making a lateral move. Uh, sometimes that's helpful. If, in particular, if you find that whatever the particular person you're working with or group of people is not the right dynamic for you, sometimes that lateral move can be very helpful and continuing to progress your career it could be to mean moving to a new area of interest for you maybe you've spent your entire career in finance and maybe it's time to look into marketing because you've discovered that that's an interest to you and you want to stay with your organization but you just want to move on to something new within the organization and a new discipline And of course, it also can mean leaving the organization and and sometimes it even means leaving the industry you've been with. That's a difficult transition and there are absolutely times that that's the right transition. And I know a number of people who have made that transition very successfully. I also know many people who have struggled changing industries too. So all of those could fall under the umbrella of moving on. And I hope that these five questions, these five considerations, if you will, regardless of which way you're thinking about possibly moving on, will help you in framing whether or not it is the right time for you. So first, the first indicator of it possibly being the time to move on is when it's beyond a bad day or a bad week or or even beyond a bad month, and really considering what it looks like from the broad picture. Now, I'm a big believer, in fact, I live it on a regular basis, that we all have bad days and bad weeks and even bad months once in a while in our careers and in our lives. It's part of being a human being, and it's part of working in an organization and all the dynamics that go along with that. Uh, And one of the things that I have always found helpful is the quote from Julius Irving, who I think I quoted on the show previously. I I love his quote that says, being a professional is doing the things you love to do on the days you don't feel like doing them. And that quote for me is a lot of perspective on bad days because we all go through that and certainly there are times shocking maybe that I don't feel like recording a coaching for leader show or doing my work with Dale Carnegie or doing any sort of responsibilities that go along with my career that is just part of human nature and a part of the maturing process that we all have in our careers and as leaders uh, or <laughs> by the way as a parent and a spouse is not to panic during those bad days and those bad times. Uh, you know, anyone can lead on good days, right? I mean, that's that's not really what we're paid for, and that's not really where we do our best work. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, love, I love good days, right? I mean, I'll, I'll take a good day any day, but we have to expect in a leadership role in any capacity, professionally or personally, that we're going to go through those difficult times. And so there's an element of being a professional and doing what you love to do on the days you don't feel like doing it. And even better, to help others, especially folks who don't have as much experience in their careers, to see that perspective. But here's the thing. There are times that it is beyond that. If it's been more than just that, if it's been more than that bad day or month or maybe it's been a bad year, then that might be the time to start thinking about moving on and whether or not that's the consideration. Because if it's gone beyond a month or a couple of months or a quarter, then that becomes a real burden for you and your work and in your family and even for the people you work with in your organization. That may be the time to start thinking about, is it time to move on? The second indicator is when it's not fulfilling anymore to solve problems. Now, before I say what I mean by that, I'm, I'm going to back into this a little bit because I think there's an important checkpoint for us to ask ourselves before we start thinking about whether this is a time to move on. Uh, those of you who have been longtime listeners of the show may remember when Michael Hyatt was on the show uh, back uh, oh back in the first year of the show. I'll post the actual link in the show notes. Uh, he is the author of the New York Times bestseller "Platform: Get Noticed in a Noisy World." And when he was on the show, he quoted this quote from David Ogilvy, who's one of the f- the fathers of the advertising world. Uh, Ogilvy said, "Great marketing." only makes a bad product fail faster. Now, the reason I think about that quote in the context of this conversation is every organization that I've ever been involved with or that I've served as a consultant or a trainer or a coach, every organization has the well-connected people out there who are marketing what I would call a bad product or at least a mediocre one. And these are the people and organizations that do everything right visually. Uh, And by right, I mean right in quotes. They go to all the events, all the employee events. They participate in all the extracurricular activities. Uh, They're the first person to volunteer for company events and activities. They say yes to every opportunity to get a mentor. They're involved in tons of employee groups. They know all the top people in the company on a first-name basis, regardless of the size of the company. Uh, They wear the company shirt every day. And these are the kinds of people that organizations love because they're huge advocates for the organization and for the culture of the organization. And there's nothing wrong with that unless and until that's the person that doesn't feel like they're ever getting any traction in their career because they're utilizing that a lot of those secondary things in place of their primary role and responsibility. They put all of their time into marketing themselves well and being a part of the culture of the organization instead of really dedicating themselves to the primary pursuit of solving problems and adding value for their employer, and their customer. I was at a client event a few years ago, and there was an executive speaking. This was at a Fortune 500 company. And he challenged the room of people, of about 40 to 50 people, to uh, think about careers and advancement in the organization. And he said, look around at the leaders in this company. He said, there's exceptions. But for the most part, The leaders in this company are people who have identified and solved real problems and done it with courage and innovation. Now, having been a person who did some more of the secondary things earlier in my career, I know how easy it is to show up, do as you're told, do all the things that good employees or managers do, and to sometimes miss the point of what a lot of organizations need and want, which is people who have the courage to solve problems. So the checkpoint for us, before we even think about the moving on part, is are you solving problems or are you window dressing? Only you know. Now, if you haven't tried, be careful about moving on because wherever you go, you will find yourself again. Now, all that said, it brings me back to point two. If indeed you have been solving problems and you are doing the real good work of thinking about the problems that your organization is working on and solving problems for your employer and your customer in innovative and exciting ways, and that's no longer fulfilling for you, It may be the time to move on. The third indicator is when you're living in Groundhog Day. Now, for the benefit, uh, for those of you who may not have seen the movie Groundhog Day, which came out many years ago with Bill Murray, uh, the movie Groundhog Day is about uh, one man's recurring day. It happens to be Groundhog Day, and he's covering the festivities in Pennsylvania. And he continues to wake up day after day after day and relive the same day over and over and over again. And it's not until he learns how to live it a different way that he breaks the pattern. And this has happened to many people in their careers, that they get in the they get in this cycle of continuing to relive the same experience and the same work in their career day after day, after week, after month, after year sometimes. This happened to me in my work at Dale Carnegie. And now I should say that this is something that's public in my organization, and I've shared this story many times with colleagues and with clients before, and that I ran into this with my work in uh, in my career at Dale Carnegie uh, a few years ago. I had been doing the same thing again and again over a course of years. had been very successful working with some customers over a long period of time, and it did get to the point where one year was very much like the next year, and I was doing things very similarly as I had done in the past. And the challenge that I had, and I think that many people have, is you start to become a little bit of the cynic when you continue to do things the same way over time, again and again and again you get into that pattern of this is the way we do things around here you you know that person in your organization who is always cynical uh, well we can't change that we can't do it differently that way well i i became that way a little bit in my work even though i was successful from a numbers standpoint uh People would suggest doing something a little differently or changing a strategy slightly, and I would often have a great answer for why that wasn't the way to do it. And I recognized over time and with my organization that the right answer for me was moving on into restructuring a new role, and I was grateful to be able to do that. And today, am now thrilled to be doing what I'm doing and learning new things each day and being challenged in new ways each day. But that is certainly an indicator for each one of us. When we find ourselves living in Groundhog Day, it is an indicator that it may be time for us to move on in some way or form. The fourth indicator is when you think the same way today, that you did a year ago. Well, let me say what I mean by that. Part of being engaged in your work means that you're always changing and growing. I think that that's just so important for all of us of being able to learn and to grow and to develop and to change. It is way more fun and fulfilling to the world and to you to be learning and growing in your career in your opportunities with your employer and your organization and in your leadership. And I believe strongly you should on occasion be able to look back on a decision you made in the past or on your thinking on something uh, or how you made a decision and be amazed at how stupid you were. (laughs) Early in my career, I once fought a customer for weeks on a refund that ended up going up the chain to a senior VP of the company. This was a fairly large organization. It was over a $120 dispute when I think back on that today, I am horrified by how ridiculously stupid I was to even have a, an argument with a customer, much less over such a small amount of money, at least relatively speaking, compared to our organization's revenue. And, But that experience taught me so much. It taught me over time to become one of the strongest advocates for customers and for resolving challenges and for great customer service. I think very differently about that now than I did early in my career. And I think differently about things today than I did even in some cases a few months ago. And I love working with people and connecting with people who are always learning and growing and thinking differently. And your organization and your customers are constantly demanding that of you and of all of us. So you owe it to your organization, to be thinking differently, to be learning, and to be growing. And if you find that you're doing things exactly the same way and you're thinking exactly the same way as you were a year ago, maybe it is time to think about moving on. The fifth indicator, when your heart tells you that it's time. You know, there's no perfect answer for this question of when's the time to move on. And sometimes you just know that it's not right for you. My first full-time job was teaching in a uh, teaching and directing a center in a after-school education company. Uh, it was a really a fabulous job. I was so excited to uh, get the role. I was in charge of managing all the business operations, the marketing, the management, the sales, but also of getting to work with children uh, five, six, seven hours a day in this education center and managing the staff that was doing the teaching, but also doing a lot of the teaching and instruction myself. And it was just a fabulous experience. It was one of the most meaningful jobs I've ever had. I loved working with the kids. I uh, just I learned so much in that organization. Many of the things that I hold dear today and the lessons I've learned about business and working with people, I learned through good role models in that organization and also I learned the hard way through making mistakes that uh, there were things I learned how to do better. And yet I would go home at the end of each day, particularly after I got about two years into that position with the organization, and I was just completely dead tired, exhausted. And any of you who've worked with small children professionally know how how emotionally and physically draining it is to work with small children. Um, And yet I noticed that... That wasn't true for everyone that I worked with. Uh, many people were very energized at the end of the day, and, and although tired, were excited to get back for more and excited to come in the next day and continue to work with the kids. And And I had that excitement uh, logically, but emotionally, I was I was spent at the end of a day and sometimes would sleep a lot on the weekends just because it was it was challenging. And I I came to the conclusion ultimately that while I love children and I loved what the company did, and I learned so much that a career in early childhood education and working with kids for seven, eight hours a day just was not the thing that was going to be the energizer in my life and in my career. and And today I'm so grateful. At the end of the day, I am sometimes tired, uh, often don't feel very tired, though I actually feel very energized by being able to do the work that I do. And there was no good or perfect answer to that question at the time, but my heart told me that this wasn't the place for my career long-term, and ultimately I decided that it was time to move on, and in that case left the organization entirely. So these five indicators are things that i found have been helpful for me and have been helpful for the people I've worked with over time to indicate whether it is time to move on. So again, here's the five. When it's beyond just a bad day, a bad week, or a bad month, and yes, there's going to be those bad days all the time in our careers, just like Irving said, but when it becomes more than that, that's the time to start thinking Second indicator, when it's not fulfilling anymore to solve problems. Our checkpoint, of course, first is to make sure we're actually working on solving problems and not just doing the window dressing. But if truly we are, if truly we're solving problems for our customer and for our organization and that's not fulfilling anymore, then it may be time to move on. Third indicator, when you're living in Groundhog Day and it's the same day after the same week, after the same month, after the same year, again and again and again, that may be the time To move on. Uh, By the way, it may not be, too. Uh, I know many people who have worked in Groundhog Day for many, many years and love it and are completely fulfilled by that. There is nothing wrong with doing the same thing the same way over time if that is fulfilling and you love to do it. But if that is not working for you, then that's the time to think about moving on. Fourth, when you think the same way today that you did a year ago then it may be time to think about moving on. And then fifth, and probably the most important one, when your heart tells you that it's time. You know, it's okay not to know the answer to this question for a while of whether it's right to move on. Sometimes that answer is completely obvious and apparent. A, a transition happens or something happens in the organization or, or an opportunity comes along, and the, and the answer is maybe not obvious but very, very confident in one direction. Uh, but I think that that's actually uh, more often not the case. Um, and in fact, I think taking the time to figure out the answer to this question is valuable. And In fact, that's probably the side to err on. This isn't the answer. It's just the place to start asking yourself the question. And I hope that you will do that if you're wondering if it's the time to move on or if you know someone who is struggling with that question right now, as some in our community are, who've emailed me in the last week, then I hope that you'll pass along these thoughts to them. And you can do that by going to coachingforleaders.com 175. I've put all of the, uh, my notes up here that I've just walked through here on this episode. And of course, I always welcome your comments, questions, or feedback, and you can send that in at coachingforleaders.com feedback. There is another Q&A show coming up. It is going to be episode number 178. And the next Q&A show is going to be on accountability. The first Monday of the month is always Q&A show. We uh, open up the lines, Bonnie and I answer your questions. So if you have a question about accountability, how to keep the people around you accountable, if you are leading a team or an organization, but also how you can keep yourself accountable. That's the other piece of accountability that's just as important. Uh, I hope you will submit a question for our Q&A show. Again, the best way to do that, coachingforleaders.com slash feedback. Now, before I let you go this week, a big thank you to all of you who have joined the weekly leadership guide, a huge number of people in the last week, and I hope that you will consider doing that as well. The leadership guide is delivered to your inbox each Wednesday by me and includes my thoughts and recommendations on the best articles, podcasts, videos, and books to support your development between these shows. And it also includes a brief overview and link to the full weekly show notes. So all of the five indicators today and the show notes from every episode on the Monday shows. If you, uh, like me, tend to listen while you're out and about and on the road exercising, this will give you a good way to follow up later on the links and the resources that we mention in every show. So a big thank you to the folks who joined the weekly leadership guide this past week. And those folks are Charlotte Wilson, Eric Landry, Jostine Svedson, Connie Sharrock, Matt Volk, Eric Landry, Joe John, Tim Harvey, Steve Townley, Faye Clark, Elizabeth Miller, John Michael, Leslie Irvine, Bob Costello, Jesse Yoon, Zhu Jean. hope I said that right, uh, Rong Zhuang, Hypeng Pi, Shane Pavlik, Danny Stacey, Michael Hinton, Rebecca Hyman, John Allison, Chris Wilson, Jane Musinski, Christian Weimans, Anthony Martiani, Tom Koz, Nusheen Dunkelman, Brian Lenoski, Marilyn Lopez, and Matthew Brown. Thank you so much to all of you for subscribing to the Weekly Leadership Guide. And as a bonus, when you join the Weekly Leadership Guide too, you'll get what all those folks received this past week, immediate access to my guide on the 10 leadership books, that will help you get better results from others it's an 11-page reader's guide and a nine-minute video of my top leadership book recommendations a good start to the new year for you if you're looking for good reading any one of those books a wonderful place to start to help you to become a more effective leader and plus the, my insight on two of those books that i rely on weekly check it all out at Leaders dot com slash subscribe. And I look forward to talking with you again next week. Take care.